I think people were scared of being gay in Nashville. I'm letting you know. Y'all are coming along for this fucking ride with me. And it's too late to get off. Have I been a white lady my whole life? Well, uh, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Hey, my friend. What's going on with you? Your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, my friend. We're back to business. We're back to normal. How's it going? How have you been? Hey, happy Memorial Day, right? In remembrance of whoever you choose to remember today. Listen, I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be fucking doing. All right? And if you're not, hey, it's all right. Got a brand new month in front of us. But get your shit together. Okay? Hey, coming up, some shows. Going to be popping around, telling all sorts of jokes, and it's going to be just great. So many places you can catch me. Listen, June 9th, we have the 10th anniversary of the East Room in Nashville, Tennessee, come through one of the greatest venues there has ever been. And we're going to be doing probably an entirely too long of a comedy show. So that'll be fun. If you feel like killing eight to nine hours of uh, your time with some stand up comedy, come on through the East Room on the 9th. Or maybe you just come by for a moment and see some of the comedy. Watching all of it is not required. Listen. I was going to be in Cleveland June 17th through the 18th. That has been changed, all right? I was going with my buddy Aaron Weber, but he's doing bigger, better things that he can't take me along for, you know? So he's leaving me back here while he's going to go do baseball stadium tours with Burt Kreischer, you know? But hey, in case you want to hang out that weekend, I'll just be hanging around jacking off, you know? So I got some time to kill. But with that being said, I will be joining uh, Aaron July 8th and 9th in Indianapolis at Helium Comedy Club. Also, the Wedge Building on the 22nd. That's in Nashville. Red Bike Sickle Coffee Cafe thingy. Go to JoeKellyComedy.com for all the upcoming dates. Also, June 11th. I got to mention this, too. You know, this is a big one. Comedy Night at Prost and Riot. Prost? P-R-O-S-T, however that is spelled. That's in Mountain Juliet, Tennessee. Again, JoeKellyComedy.com has all the upcoming comedy dates, and there's other shit going on, too. So, listen, staying busy, telling some jokes here and there, you know? July 13th, there might be a show. I don't know. I'm working on getting that together still. But, uh, you know, more details to come, my friend. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about you. What have you been doing with yourself this week? Has it been a good week? Have you made it a good week, huh? Did you do anything to validate your existence to the world and the universe? Did you do that? I hope so. I hope you're feeling great. I hope good things are happening in your life. I did some shows last week. Hey, I had some fun, my friend. It's been good being back in Nashville. A lot of good things happened last week. First of all, Jackalope Brewing is a fine place to see a comedy show, my friend. In case you're ever in Nashville, Tennessee, swing by Jackalope Brewing for some comedy. Or 
just to stop by and tell them your old pal Joe sent you, all right? They'll have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, but just let them know that I'm sending people over there. The show is fun. Sold-out show at Jackalope Brewing here in Nashville, Tennessee. The crowd was great. They were laughing at things they shouldn't have been laughing at, you know? That's how good they were. They were having so much fun. It was almost unenjoyable because it was just too goddamn good, my friend. But uh, here's something. Nashville, I think people were scared of being gay in Nashville. That's <laughs> Why do I say that? Because I got this joke I've been doing about White Claws, okay? And the idea behind the joke it's a play on, you know, whiskey dick. You guys know what that is? Drink whiskey, you get whiskey dick. I was playing on that by going, if you drink White Claws, you get the claw cock. And you go, what is the claw cock? And that's when you drink too many White Claws and your dick ends up in a dude's butt. You know? Because it's a it's very gay drink. I'll just do the whole fucking joke now. But... That joke has done relatively well in like every city, but for some reason here in Nashville, people get all weird about it, you know? Like they don't, like I don't understand how you don't understand what I'm doing with that joke. Whiskey, dick, claw, cock. It's very simple. And the fact that it's gay, it's like I don't understand why people get so weirded out about that joke. I feel like there's a lot of repressed repressed homosexuality going on here in Nashville, Tennessee, for some reason. Like, this town wasn't built on the backs of gay cowboys from all over this great country. Now, all of a sudden, when White Claws come out, everyone starts acting weird about it, you know? I'm trying to figure it out. I can't understand why people are getting weird with that joke. And then there's some fella after the show, you know, He's a gay hopeful, you know what I mean? So he loved the joke, but for the wrong reasons, you know? All of a sudden now he has questions about, does that mean if I drink White Claws, I get fucked? And it's like, it's just a joke, man. I didn't realize that joke was going to cause me such fucking problems coming back to Nashville. But it is my current favorite joke, and I don't want to stop doing it. But I just can't believe that, like, out of all the jokes I'm doing... Right now, that is the one where it's like people are really grasping onto that one for whatever reason. I also don't understand why. I mean, that dude clearly wanted to fuck after the show. <laughs> Which I can't blame him. You know what I mean? Listen, if I saw big, handsome Joe Kelly on stage hinting at the idea that he might fucking fell in the ass. I'd probably, I'd bite, I'd bite the bait. You know what I mean? I'd find that. I'd find myself after the show and be like, listen here, fella. Are you being serious about the ass fucking? Nah, I know your word. It's just a joke. I understand that. But if you were, I just want to let you know. My butthole is yours anytime you want it. <laughs> it's just so, it's so confusing, you know. That one in the in the STD one seemed to get more questions than anything else, you know. I love my jokes, people. In case you don't listen to my comedy, maybe you're just a podcast fan. Maybe that's where you get your rocks off with me. 
first of all, what's wrong with you? And second of all, check out my comedy. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but the show is great. I think I did a spot at Zany's last week, too. And Zany's is always a fucking fun time, man. Just been good. Good being back in Nashville. Listen, people, I got a car. All right. I did it. I have a 2017 uh, Chevrolet fucking Equinox, my friend. If they, if I had a button I could push to make people clap, I'd do that right now. A little sound effects, you know. But, uh, hey, I'm feeling pretty fucking good about it. It's the nicest car I've ever had in my life. It might be the nicest thing I've ever had in my life. And uh, I feel I'm just I'm just on I'm at fucking, you know what I mean? Feeling great <laughs> over the moon. That's what I was trying to think of what I wanted to say over the fucking moon about the car. And uh, I feel like I'm becoming an adult. You know, I got a car. I'm paying for the fucking thing. Great times. You know, when I dropped off, I traded in my Buick, my friend. I traded in the 07 Buick. And got next to nothing for it. But when I was going over the paperwork for my new vehicle, the dealership was like, okay, we'll go drive the Buick around real quick. And I go, yeah, it's that Buick. It's 07. It's a hunk of shit. And the guy's like, ha ha, okay, good. And then he took it for a ride and then he came back and he's like, man, you really weren't kidding about that thing being a hunk of shit. And it's like, no, no, I wasn't. You know, I didn't tell him it was going to probably start smoking on him, but he was gone for maybe three minutes and he came back and then there was smoke just pouring out of the hood. <laughs> but that's all in the past now, baby. I got this fucking slick. It's slick. I don't care what anybody says. It's fucking slick. Oh, it feels so good. It also feels good to not have to worry about the fact that my car was smoking uncontrollably. You know, it's a weight off my mind. And I thought having a car payment and everything was going to be a bigger burden. But realistically, not having a car that smokes is pretty fucking bitching. You know, y'all ever done that? Y'all ever have a car that wasn't having mechanical failure? It's pretty cool, man. It's pretty fucking cool. I recommend it. If your car is on the fritz of existence i recommend getting something else you know last year i probably would have been singing a different tune you know 28 year old joe would have been saying nah this car is definitely fine and where am i going to get the money to even put a down payment on a car but now this new and improved joe he's fucking he's getting a car you know what i mean it's opening open himself up to the potential of endless positive possibilities you know it might not work out exactly how i envisioned everything life is what i'm talking about right now my friend but i think just being open to the potential potential <laughs> for positive things probably a good way to live life you know what i mean what else are you gonna do you're gonna close yourself off to potential positive things not open yourself up to the world. It'll lift you up. I think it will. We're going to figure it out together, my friend. We're on this journey. You're with me. I don't know if you realize that when you first started listening to this podcast. That you're in it for the long haul. You know what I mean? 
because I don't take this shit lightly. You know, I'm a dedicated human being. I'm loyal. So I'm letting you know, y'all are coming along for this fucking ride with me. And it's too late to get off. So strap in, join the fun, and fucking let's go to the moons, my friend. To the moons, to the many moons that exist in the universe. We're all going to it. Thank you for joining me on this journey, my friend. It's been, life is just good. I think, I know I keep talking about this, but I'm telling you, man, that fucking cat. Who knew having a pet, not even my own pet, just being around a sweet, judgment-free animal was going to have this fucking effect on me, you know? God damn it. If I would have known this was going to happen, I would have got another van and just stayed alone. You know what I mean? But now... I'm getting unconditional love from a live thing. It's, oh, it's disgusting. You know, as a man, as a man, we're supposed to die alone with <laughs> with all of our feelings and thoughts shoved way down into the the depths of our gut, you know? But now this... Now this fucking cat won't leave me alone, and I don't want it to. And now I'm fucking dancing by myself, you know? It's not good, people. It's not good. But someone told me, I was explaining the cat thing to a friend of mine, and, uh, and she goes, oh, you're allowing yourself to be loved. And it's like, is that what I'm doing? Because... First of all, it does feel good, but also fucking gay. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Allowing myself to be loved, maybe for the first time in my life. A fucking cat, dude. A fucking cat. This is just becoming a white lady podcast. Have I been a white lady my whole life? And I didn't know it? Was I fighting so hard against being a white lady? That I never realized that that is exactly what I am? Am I just a fucking white lady? Did you guys know you've been listening to a white lady podcast this whole fucking time? And if you say yeah, why didn't you tell me? You know? I thought this was fucking rugged, rugged podcast 3.0, you know? I thought this, I thought I was a combination of Ted Nugent, Jesse Ventura, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, you know, and a little Jangus Khan in there too, thrown in a mixing bowl. And I thought that's what I was. But really, really, I'm like fucking, who are white ladies, you know? Who are some, who are some white ladies that you throw in a bowl and mix together? Let's say Kelly Osborne. I feel like I'm a little bit of a Kelly Osborne kind of gal. Uh, Candace Owens. I think I got a little bit of her in me too. Um, Bette Midler. I imagine I'm. I probably got a little bit of Bet in me. Betty White. You know. I think I'm that old broad as well. And let's say 1994 Janet Jackson. That's who the ladies. None of the half those ladies aren't white. 
<laughs> I forgot what I was doing there for a second. But the point is, I'm disgusted with myself and I've never been happier. So, what do you do? What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to just sit and not let a cat lay on your chest and think it's the most perfect way to start the day. You know, I let a cat lay on my chest and then I drink coffee and take a walk. And I talked to the other dogs in the neighborhood. Did I tell you all about, I think I told you all about that. How I'm letting these old dogs feel tough and acting like I'm scared of them. Oh, that's so much fun. That's so much fun. I'm still enjoying the fuck out of doing that. There's this one. He's right around the corner. He's got that gray fucking face. And you could tell. You know how when a dog gets to a certain point that you can tell that their hips hurt just when they're barking? You know what I mean? Like, you could just tell that those hips are fucking in pain. But he's still got to protect the house, you know? So he's fighting through the pain, grinding it out, you know, trying to protect his property until his last days. So I'm just letting him know, hey, buddy, I'm not looking for any trouble. You're tough. This is your house. I'm just walking by. As a matter of fact, would it be okay if I continue to walk by? I can go back the other way. If that's easier for you, you old tough dog, you know? And usually they let me go past. So a lot of good, a lot of good positive things going on in my world at the moment, you know? From crazy how it just changed. It just seemed like it just changed overnight, you know? Maybe it didn't. Maybe it's been a slow process and I'm just now realizing it and, uh, it's not going to last forever. I know the bad days will come, but it's been a series of good ones in a row and fucking, you know, very content with it right now. Hope you're content with your life, people. Just try and make it a little bit better for yourself and for somebody else around you. And then, I don't know, maybe, maybe you'll be feeling good too. You know, I can't promise. I can't promise you the world. I can't promise you anything but you can promise yourself some things and if you keep those promises fucking a who better to keep a promise to than yourself you know if you you know you can't rely on anybody else to not let you down so just don't let yourself down and even if you do step back up and fucking give it another try you know hey Let's get you the animal video clip of the week. <laughs> and get you on your way, my friend. Hope you're doing well. Hope we're having some fun today. What's going on in the news? I don't know. The Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial's over. That's good. They're coming for our guns, people. They're coming for our guns. I'm tired of people. Every time a couple of kids get shot, they want to take your guns. And it's like, hey, lady, you didn't even, last week, you didn't even want to keep your baby alive. Now you're worried about, <laughs> you went from not caring about if your baby's alive or dead to now wanting to take my guns? Nah, that ain't how it works. That ain't how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Terrible that any time a bunch of kids get shot, they keep coming for our guns. And it's like, hey, Buster, that's our second amendment right. 
I do think it's not funny, but interesting that people were like the cops didn't to uh, the cops didn't run in and do anything. And it's like, of course not. Who who said that cops are supposed to be heroes? I've never heard it. No one's ever told me that. I don't think that's in the job description. You know what I mean? Of being of signing up to be a police officer is that uh, you have to put your life on the line for people that you may or may not know. And it just goes to show that that is not their job, you know. That's a that's a tall order to ask of somebody, you know. But I think, you know, cops are there to to do what? To collect money for the state. That is what a police officer's job is now. Maybe once upon a time, they were supposed to be a little bit more protect and serve. And maybe some of them still do. I'm not trying to bash all cops, you know what I mean? But I don't think... It's not their responsibility to prevent crimes either. Usually they show up after crimes have been committed and then do paperwork. That's what cops tend to do. You know what I mean? So, I don't, you know, I think it's just funny that people shit on cops all the time. And they're like, hey, they didn't go save the kids. And it's like, yeah, they're not supposed to, I don't think. I don't think that's what they signed up for. And maybe you think, maybe you disagree. Maybe you think that's exactly what they should be doing. But, you know, at the end of the day, most of the cops just write tickets and collect money for the state. And then when shit really goes down, there's no one there to help you. So, you know, you got to look out for yourself and your family. At the end of the day, I think that's... uh, a message that can be taken away from this latest tragedy is that regardless of who is supposed to be there to protect you and your loved ones, when the time comes, they're not there for you. So, you you know, you got to, I guess, take some sort of personal responsibility to protect the lives of your loved ones and yourself, you know, because at the end of the day, even if even if cops are there to save lives, if that's in their job description, is to put their life on the line when there is danger afoot, you know, there's a chance that they're not going to do that when the time comes. So it's shitty all around, but I just find it fascinating that people are like, oh, these people didn't fucking morph into marvel heroes and fly into the school and save the day and it's like nah they're just people who don't want to get shot at the end of the day that's what a cop is is just somebody who doesn't want to get shot and maybe that's why they're so quick to shoot others is because the fear of getting shot is very uh, i don't know not good you know I don't know, people. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Do you think cops should be saving the day? Do you think they even possess the potential to do that? You know? There might be a few here and there. You know, run into a burning building or whatever it is. Save some lives. But at the end of the day, people look out for themselves and they look out for their families. So, when shit goes down, you're on your own, man. You're all you're on your fucking own when shit goes down. No matter what they tell you, no matter who says they're gonna be there, the truth of the matter is when shit goes down, you're on your fucking own. So 
It's life. It's a, a cruel reality to life that when you need help, it probably ain't going to be there for you, regardless of what everyone's told you your whole fucking life. So anyway, look out for yourselves and look out for your family, you know? Take care of yourselves and each other, as always. That's the only thing we can do. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. I know I said that a few minutes ago, but we went down a path of, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This video, great video from World Star Hip Hop. I'm just going to read the title of it to you real quick. The title is called, uh, He Shook, Old Head Got Some Dogs on His Ass. <laughs> <laughs> now what do you think is going to be going on in this video huh do you imagine an old head with some dogs maybe on his ass because that would be the correct imagery my friend it's only 15 seconds for the greatest uh fucking uh website of worldstarhiphop.com uh it's just a guy in the middle of the street and he's got a stick and i don't know why he's picking a fight with these dogs for whatever reason but He's picking a fight with the dogs, you know. He's in the middle of these two dogs. He's slapping that stick on the ground, trying to scare them away. And everyone else is just laughing at him. So maybe they're nice neighborhood dogs, but uh, he's uncomfortable around them. Maybe that's what it is. Because the dogs aren't attacking anybody else but the guy who's swinging a stick. But, you know, he takes a couple swipes, doesn't hit the dogs, misses the dogs, and then one of them, uh, when he's pulling that stick back up to put it over his head, one of the dogs sneaks in there, ankle picks him, you know, grabs that ankle and drops him down to the ground, and then uh, one dog bikes onto his pants, and the other one, this is what is fascinating about this one, is while the two dogs have the guy down, another dog comes running in, maybe the guy's dog, uh, chases one of the dogs off you know and then now the dude old head just got one dog on his ass and he gets his leg away and then he stands back up and everyone's just laughing at him you know nothing nothing bad I, it's always like these weird <laughs> like these poor neighborhoods where people are always getting chased by dogs it's absolutely hilarious have you seen the old there's an old like uh news reporter from like some local news and uh he's in some neighborhood looks like it's in the hood somewhere you know what i mean and he's just there's some pit bull and they're in the middle of the street and he's just this pit bull is just trying to get at this dude and he's holding his ground you know what i mean he's just got a piece of paper in his hand like his notes for the live shot that they're about to do and he's just swinging that paper at him and just yelling at him and what he finally goes, you go. And then the dog went alpha, alpha fucking male behavior. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You got to be prepared for anything. You got to be prepared for dog attacks. You got to be prepared for cops not helping you when they're supposed to. Imagine getting attacked by a dog. The cops show up and they just let you keep getting eaten by that dog. You know, they'd shoot a dog. I bet they would. <laughs> <laughs> i bet they would shoot the dog i bet that'd be a little bit easier to handle but anyway check out the video go have some fun with it listen i hope we had a little bit of fun today thanks for checking out the podcast everybody i certainly appreciate it and i hope you're doing uh well out there real quick just some upcoming shows june 9th the east room it is the 10th anniversary of the east room 
come through, support a absolutely fantastic local venue here in Nashville, Tennessee. Also, June 11th, Prost. Is it Prost or Prost? Prost and Riot, June 11th. That's in Mount Juliet. And then uh, all sorts of other shows coming up, too, that you can find at JoeKellyComedy.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Hope we had some fun this week. I hope good things are happening in your life. And nothing but good things. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Hope you eat a hot dog and a hamburger or whatever the fuck it is you want to eat today. Listen, do me a favor, all right? Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real soon. Later.